Welcome to the LU Moment. Thank you for listening. I'm Shelley Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University. Each week, we showcase the great events, activities, programs, projects, and people at Lamar University. The Lamar University Department of Civil and Environmental Engineering has partnered with the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers to produce a series of graduate courses on engineering with nature. The aim of the three-course series is to introduce and explore the concept of engineering that takes advantage of natural environmental features, such as using an oyster reef for surge protection or marshes to protect from hurricanes. The Engineering with Nature course series is taught by members of the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, both to LU engineering students as part of their degrees, but also to Army engineers or other professionals for career development. In fact, Everyone with a bachelor's degree in engineering is encouraged to take the courses, even those who are interested in the subject but not necessarily pursuing a degree. And to broaden the audience even further, all courses will be available in a hybrid model, which allows students to participate remotely for the lectures. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, I just want to remind everyone that Gladys City Live is April 10th. We talked about it a little bit uh, last week on the LU Moment. This event gives visitors the chance to experience Simple Talk Gladys City Boomtown like it was in its glory days. So on April 10th, you can bring your whole family and have fun like it's 1901, interacting with characters, shopping, and just reveling in a time of extreme economic growth and development. For a donation, visitors will receive 1901 money to spend throughout the city to purchase um, bandanas in a dry goods store, coffee samples from Textjoy, and candy in the general store, ice cream, etc. And uh, it's just going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be, of course, reenactments so visitors can witness scenes indicative of Gladys City in the middle of the Boomtown era. And we'll just get a sense of what life was like during that time when oil was discovered at Symbol Top. It's a great history lesson for kids, so be sure and bring the entire family. It is free. It's April 10th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. The gusher will go off at noon and at 2. If it's hot, you're going to appreciate that. You can run out there in the, in the gusher. It's just water. And, uh, you know, Symbletop Gladys City Boomtown is a replica of the Boomtown that grew up around the Symbletop oil fields in the early 1900s. It's located on the Lamar University campus at US 69 and Jimmy Simmons Boulevard. So check it out. It's going to be a great day. And aren't we all ready to have some events outside of our home and uh, get out with our families and enjoy something different? Okay. A group of multidisciplinary researchers from Lamar University is hosting the third annual Recovery and Resiliency Summit on April 9th. The virtual event features speakers from varying fields and welcomes all Southeast Texans to participate. This year's summit, excuse me, is themed Recovery and Resiliency Summit, Recovering and Growing as a Community. And we're going to focus on the impact of COVID-19, the pandemic, and other disasters and catastrophic events. Organizers are here today uh, to talk to us about this event. Dr. Jim Mann is Associate Professor of LU's Criminal Justice Program, and Paul Ratchelet, Director of the Center of Innovation, Commercialization, and Entrepreneurship. I'm sure I can mispronounce that. It's close enough. Close enough. I got it. All right. You guys are co-coordinators of this event and um, bringing it to LU virtually. We've, of course, done this uh, in person before, but we're going to do it virtually. And um, it began, this is our second year in Related to recovery and resiliency after a disaster, but let's talk about the real purpose of this event and um, and really the benefit of continuing such an event. Well, last year, the focus on the lesson 
carving. But since Harvey, we've had troubles on Melda, toxic chemical explosion, uh, statewide devastating winter storm, and, and global pandemic. Yeah, the hits so, just keep coming. Yeah. Yeah. So the, our focus this year is recovering and growing as a community in spite of past and future adversity. Got it. Um, benefit of, of an event like this? I mean, what, what do we really gain from getting together and, and talking about these things? I think there's a, an overview of different people involved. So there are government leaders, there are health professionals, there are people who do research to prevent or at least uh, have better warning of what's happening. So there's been a lot of development uh, since the last summit. And, you know, so we can learn more, not just at Lamar University, but across the country, different organizations that really help us target better weather events and other events. So it's really an opportunity to kind of review what's happened so far. Uh, and really, I think more importantly, talk about what's in the future. How do we prepare for the next one? A big key of this is resiliency. So uh, it's, it's devastating to go through some of these um, past events that have been hit really hard. But at the same time, we have to look forward. We have to look at it. It's a big part of our life. This is part of it. And I think everyone has a little better sense of confidence. If you know what to do, know what's being prepared, and have some insight as to where to go to when the events are coming or what to do when they do happen. Well, I think a lot of us would like to just live in, um, you know, in denial and think this is not going to happen again. This is not going to last thing. Or we've, we've had hurricanes now. It's somebody else's turn. Or, you know, uh, there's a cycle and maybe we're not going to have them for 10 years. But I, I guess we all need to. We just don't know. We yeah. just don't know. Yeah. And we need to live with, um, you know, in a place where, where we are prepared and we can at any moment. That's the key. Being prepared mm-hmm. and informed as opposed to just not knowing what's going to happen next. Right. Um, so let's talk about the day's event. Who's going to talk? What's the agenda? And uh, can you kind of go through um, who's, who's expected to be there and what they're going to talk about? Well, Jack Rennick and Tim Richardson are going to be there. They're going to provide information about how we can manage past storms and how they're providing coastal restoration throughout the Gulf Coast. Uh, we're going to have a wide range of speakers. Um, Vermont Public Health, National Weather Service, Entergy, Mars Economic Recovery, Resiliency Program. So um, we'll also have people from um, mental health and social work. So we're going to cover a lot of different ranges of topics that relate to resiliency and recovery. We have five great speakers. In addition to this, we're going to be bringing in the regional director of my state region for the EDA, which is the Economic Development Administration. Uh, they play a vital role in the recovery aspects, uh, so how to get people back into business, how to recover the economy. They'll be speaking about what's going on across the bi-state region, which is Mexico, Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Louisiana. Uh, and obviously, <coughs> Louisiana and Texas have been hit really hard with the hurricanes mm-hmm. and different storms. So there's a lot of things that we're talking about uh, the whole region, and they're going to zero in on what's going on, particularly in our, our uh, southeast Texas, southwest Louisiana area. It feels like now that we can kind of focus on lessons learned, right? We can kind of look at what went right and what we could have done better right. um, and then kind of move forward from that. Right. We've had past speakers and, and discussions with, with industry, right? A lot of, mm-hmm. uh, of industry here, they get shut down. It's a, it's a big issue. So understanding the prediction of weather, when to do the process, what to do, how to protect your employees is really important. So uh, they've been very interested in this process as well. <clears throat> they've been uh, contributing to the contents of this uh, summit. 
So there's a panel discussion. Uh, what can we expect from that panel discussion? I was real interested to see energy on there. You know, um, one of the things we always deal with is no electricity for extended periods of time. Um, what, what can we expect from that panel discussion? And this is where I really think the community, I mean, members of the, uh, you know, the community would be interested in plugging in and, and hearing. Yeah, I think there's a lot going on. Well, energy, you know, they've done a lot to try and prepare for uh, any kind of disaster. Right. And there's just so much you can prepare for. You can't stop the hurricane from coming. And right. It's going to be damaged. Mm -hmm. So they're going to uh, at least show us how they do prepare for it, what their um, resources are in making recovery as quickly as possible, and provide some confidence in ability to get up and going again. Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm real interested in that panel discussion. I think people, I think um, a lot of people will be. Uh, the different disciplines, that's what I thought was so interesting, too. And I asked you, Dr. Mann, when we uh, first met, you know, your criminal justice. <laughs> How do you get involved in this kind of thing? Why are there so many different disciplines involved in this? And, and what's, the, what's the benefit of bringing in all, all of these different characters in our community? Well, natural disasters, they, they just put up a whole range of community resources. And I'm speaking for law enforcement, uh, now, they play a critical role in responding to all types of natural and man-made disasters. And they really provide a huge humanitarian service role during the disaster. I mean, they're uh, first responders that go out and rescue. Uh, they reroute traffic around damaged areas, provide security support to uh, keep damage control and cover centers. Uh, they even do routine uh, things like pick up groceries and supplies and uh, deliver them to areas that uh, aren't able to get those. Now, uh, they also will provide communications and other resources that they have to areas that don't have those resources, like uh, radios and transponders. So they uh, provide a huge role in terms of providing services for the population of yeah, things I would never, the average human would never think about. To your point, you know, there's a variety of disciplines here. So Jim did a great job talking about law enforcement, which is something I guess we forget about until you know, it happens. Right. But there's healthcare issues, uh, obviously, that happen. There's preparedness, there's after recovery, there's economics uh, that go on, how the businesses recover and develop. So, again, we try to look at it from both the pre event, if you will, the event itself, and then what happens afterwards. And it takes a whole cross-discipline of approaches to, to understand better what to do. Well, and that brings me to the current disaster, which is the global pandemic and in healthcare. And so this is going to kind of be a focus of, of this particular summit. Um, so tell us what we can expect from maybe the speakers who are, who are coming to talk about it. Well, overall goal is to provide um, a center for resilience and recovery. And hopefully... That repository of information is going to be available to everybody everywhere. And so regardless of what information we have, we can share it to Louisiana, Western Texas, and the rest of the nation. Um, we know that uh, New Zealand had a huge problem with earthquakes that had a lot of devastation in their response was to develop a uh, countrywide network of resilience and recovery. And that will be something that we'd like to see in 
and that's an excellent goal for this for this overall event. Um, to have a repository of information so that it can be shared and possibly be a model for dealing with uh, the disasters going forward. Um, I, I do want to circle back around and talk about the, the healthcare. Um, I understand we're going to have people coming in talking about not only the, the physical effects of the COVID-19, but also the mental. And I think that that's so important because um, there are residual um, mental health issues that we're now seeing as a result of the COVID. And, and this, um, this day will bring those healthcare workers in to talk about that. Yeah, it's something that you know, we think about the physical aspects as a natural part of it. Like you said, afterwards, there's a whole process of what, what happens. How do we even process through this? So it affects everyone. And um, I think it's just important that we be prepared as a community and as healthcare workers um, to, to deal with that. Um, we actually dedicated a whole uh, two panel, or not two panel, but two uh, discussion sessions on healthcare aspects of it, uh, various types. Perfect. Yeah. Not only the physical, but also the, the mental health care. Yeah, very, very important. Um, okay, who should attend? I think anyone in the community obviously would attend this. Certainly, business owners and, and leaders, community leaders, should be there. I think uh, anyone involved in healthcare, anyone who's caring for someone, uh, which is a lot of us. Uh, I think really it's just an informative event. We try to cover a lot of different topics, a lot of different disciplines, but the overall goal is to be prepared and to know what to do after that happens, how to recover, how do we lean on each other really uh, to, to do better. And we'll leave you some sources of where to go for some help outside of this region. Resources. Resources. People will be able to call in with the questions. Oh, okay. So it's interactive. Yeah. yeah. So it's virtual and interactive. news process. And, and again, a lot of uh, business leaders, sorry, a lot of community leaders will be here as well to talk about their perspectives. So I think it would be a, a great event for anyone to attend. That's perfect. But we want people to register. So they need to go to lamaruniversity.edu. Um, and then you can just search recovery and uh, and perfect. And then they can they can register. Um, so what do you hope people walk away with? And um, what do you what do you what do you hope people gain from this event overall? Real quick, we just got thirty seconds. <laughs> I think a, definitely a sense of being prepared for the next event and and not living in fear of that, but know what to do, and hopefully get some resources to, to know what to do getting ready for the storm if it comes up, uh, getting ready for the events going on with COVID, healthcare aspects, at least be prepared. You just feel better if you understand what to do ahead of time. And I think uh, a lot of us don't know those resources, so this is a way to bring everyone together. Yeah, provide some confidence that you can get prepared. Perfect. We're talking about the Recovery and Resiliency Summit, Recovering and Growing as a Community. It's going to be on April the 9th, starts at... 8 a.m., all right, and you can go to lamar.edu and search for recovery and resiliency, and you will find the registration. It is free. We hope that everyone will join in the community. Uh, we appreciate you listening to the LU Moment. I'm Shelby Depends, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University, the pride of Southeast Texas.